the first flip I ever did was in Santa Ana, California, and it was on King Street. And I bought that first property at auction. And before I tell you about the headaches that came with that flip, let me tell you what happened. So everybody knows I was a young real estate agent and I was struggling. It was after the economy tanked and the real estate market crashed and the stock market crashed and everybody was struggling. And I just had this wild idea to start flipping houses because I saw other older investors doing it. And I was watching them make 50, 60, 70, $80,000 on a house. And I was out there hitting the streets, going door to door, trying to sell houses to make 7,000. So I just knew there was a better way to spend my time. So I put together a business plan and it wasn't a fancy business plan. I took a piece of paper, I took a pen, I wrote some notes. And I pitched my plan to everybody I knew. I pitched it to my family members. I pitched it to my friends. I pitched it to coworkers. I'm telling you guys, I pitched it to everybody, man. I was driving through Del Taco drive-thrus like, hey, do you guys have any interest in flipping houses? I mean, I was trying to find money to flip houses everywhere. And I kept striking out over and over and over. And the reason I'm bringing this up is so you understand it takes work and it's a process to start flipping houses. So just because you get one no, two no, three no, 10 no's, 20 no's, doesn't mean it's always gonna be no. Cause if you keep talking to people and you keep asking people, eventually you're gonna get a yes. So my yes came from a guy named Pete DeBest. And to this day, Pete and I are still business partners and together we flipped about 500 houses. And at the beginning, he was a young guy and he was the owner of a mortgage company that I used to work at where I was a real estate agent and he was the big dog on campus and he was a multimillionaire and he was in his early 30s. So I knew early on when I met him, I really had to build that relationship. And plus I thought he was a pretty great guy. So it turned out wonderful. So in 2010, I pitched him the business plan. I was like, here's the deal, man. Like you put up the money, I'll do all the work. I'll find the property, I'll do the rehab, I'll sell it and we'll split the profit. And he said, you have a deal. But on the first flip, he said, I want you to put skin in the game and I want you to prove it yourself. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. And of course, I didn't have much money back then. It was in 2010 and I was finally starting to get my finances together, but I agreed to it. And I told him we had to buy a low end property. Um, so I scraped up every dollar I had. I had to sell my, my Rolex watch to come up with money. I took cash advances against my credit cards. And that Thursday, I found a property going to auction in Santa Ana, California. It was a condo and the opening bid I think was about $80,000 and the resale price on it was about $150,000, $155,000. So we went to the auction and I know real estate, I know market trends, I know values. I know nothing about buying at the auction and I know nothing about construction, but I knew one thing for sure. If I bought it low and I sold it high and whatever was in the middle was big enough to cover construction and profit, I can make some real money. And I just went for it. So we went to the auction and, and I'll never forget, it, it, was, it was honestly a surreal experience because you'd think an auction is indoors, air conditioning, big and fancy. And the truth is, the auction was outside of the Santa Ana courthouse standing on the sidewalk in the middle of the street. And there was a guy with a little clipboard and a little iPad with a group of 20 people around him auctioning off properties. And I walked up and you see all these guys dressed in normal clothes, wearing fanny packs and backpacks. And it turns out that they all have millions of dollars in cashier's checks sitting in their pocket. And myself, I showed up to the auction with $115,000. And 
The reason I showed up to the auction with $115,000 was because based on what I was willing to pay for the house and based on what I thought it would sell it for, the most I could pay for that house was $115,000. And I didn't want to get excited and have extra money on me and get caught up in a bidding war and end up spending $130,000. So everybody's bidding, it's going up, and, and I'm in the action and like my heart is pounding, my blood pressure is raised, my heart rate is racing. And I'm like 111,000, he's like 112,000, I'm like 113,000, he's like 114,000. And I was like, man, I lost this house. All I have is 115,000. So I was like 115,000. And then it got quiet. And I talk about defining moments a lot. And, and that was a moment that changed my life. So I didn't think I was gonna get the house. And then I got the house. And then I didn't want the house once I got the house because I was terrified. And every single one of you during your process of learning how to flip houses, like, listen, you're gonna be terrified. Like, to this day, I'm still terrified sometimes. And that's okay. And that's what makes it such a fun and exciting business. So I, I drive over to this condo. I don't have a house key and I don't have a gate remote. So I had to jump the fence to get in. And I tried to see if the windows were open. They weren't open and all the blinds were closed. So I had no idea if anyone even lived there. But I was so excited, it was my first deal. I called the locksmith, he came out and I needed him to change the locks. And um, he wanted to see proof of ownership and I showed him the paper and I'll never forget. He's like, well, does anyone live there? Because if someone's lived there, technically I can't change the locks. And I, and I told him, no, nobody lives there. I bought it at the auction. You know, maybe someone lived there, but I got really lucky. Nobody lived there. So he picked the lock, swung that door open. And I never, I'll never forget how it felt walking into that first dinky, crappy, disgusting flip. It was the most exciting thing I could possibly think of. Like I walked into a property I had just bought at the auction with cash to fix up and sell myself. This is a dream and once you get your first flip, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The second you walk through that door, your life is gonna change forever, just like it changed for me. So on that first project, I had zero construction experience but I'm the hardest working guy and I believe that anything is possible. So I played the project manager and what happened was everything went wrong and it's okay for things to go wrong as long as you're always making progress. So I'm going to tell you what happened. The first thing that went wrong was I got in a fight with the painter right as they were painting all the baseboards for the house. And I was like, you know what? Screw you. I can do this myself. All I need is a paintbrush, some paint, and that's it. That's as much as I knew about painting. So I went to a Home Depot and I bought these big tarps and I laid them all over the brand new flooring that just went in. And I spent the whole day just painting these baseboards. And I'll tell you what, guys, you got to remember, I was new to flipping, zero construction experience. So back then it was really rewarding painting those baseboards, right? Because I felt like I was doing something good, something positive, something right. What happened was the paint leaked off the baseboards and it went onto the tarp. And what I didn't realize was the paint seeped through the tarp onto my new floor. So I ended up painting all of the brand new flooring. So then I had to rip the baseboards off the clock and they were all glued to it, so I broke half of them. And then I had to get on my hands and knees and scrub paint off the brand new flooring. Right after that happened, I electrocuted myself. And you're probably wondering, like, how does someone electrocute themselves? Well, let me tell you, and never do this. <laughs> I had just bought a new vanity light for the bathroom and I wanted to see what the light would look like. So I took the nice metal vanity light and I put it up where the vanity light goes. 
well, I didn't know something called live wires, right? I didn't realize that those wires sticking out of the wall where the old light used to be were still live. So I took my metal light and I put it where the wires were and I swear I'll never forget. It was like flash, flash, flash and it like electrocuted me a little bit and it scared the crap out of me. And then the last thing I did wrong is probably the funniest of the three. So there was a shower, it was a fiberglass shower and it was a pretty beat up shower, but I was studying online and it turns out that you can acid wash the shower and kind of bring it back to life and then you can reglaze it and it'll look brand new and save me like 12 to $1,500. So <laughs> I went to the store and I bought the kit, right? And you know, on the kit, there's like skulls and crossbones and warning, you know, cause you're dealing with acid. So I was like, okay, for once Tark. Take this seriously because it's a serious situation. You're dealing with real chemicals and real acid. So I followed the instructions. Um, you know, I, I, I opened up the box and there were the blue gloves. I put the big blue gloves on my hands. I mixed the concoction together and I took my sandals off. I stepped into the shower and I start acid washing all the walls in the shower. And again, I'm super proud of myself because I'm doing construction work, which I've never done. And the next thing I realized is my feet are feeling a little bit warm. A few seconds pass, and then I realize my feet are on fire. You see, nowhere on the box did it say anything about wearing shoes. And I wore sandals a lot back then. I'm not sure if you've seen my show Flipper Flop. I always wore sandals. So I ended up burning my feet with acid. So I jump out of the shower and I'm screaming at this point. I jump in the bathtub. I put my feet in the bathtub. I turn the water on, but wait. There was no water to the house because I was doing construction and I shut off the water. So now my feet are really on fire. I run out of this condo, run across the green belt and I jump right into the community pool. That was one of the most embarrassing, most memorable moments of my life because that's a moment you can't forget. So the moral of the story is this. Everything went wrong, right? Everything went wrong, but a few things went right. So here's what went right. I got the project done start to finish, listed, closed escrow within 60 days. I made mistakes, but I moved lightning fast. I worked 18 hour days, so I got it done quick. And the other thing that went right was the price. I sold that condo for $169,000. Me and my business partner walked away with a net profit of $34,000 in 60 days. Back then guys, $34,000 was like $340,000. So, so here's the moral of the story. I knew nothing about construction. I knew nothing about house flipping. I had everybody tell me I was crazy. I had everybody tell me I was too young. I had everybody tell me it was impossible, but I pulled it off. I pulled it off because I believed in myself and I believed I could. You guys, anything is possible. If one person can do something, another person can do something. It's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. You're buying a house you're fixing a house and you're selling a house. So you just gotta remember the basics and who cares if everybody says you're crazy? Who cares if everybody says it's a bad idea? The truth is this works and I wouldn't be sitting here today if it didn't.